we are live, ready to jump into some prayer. We do this every morning. We've been doing it since the beginning of time, and uh, we're going to keep on rolling. So why don't you lead us, lead us in a prayer here to ground us, to connect us, to um, recenter us, and then from there we'll launch into a conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. See what comes up. I love it. I just appreciating seeing uh, Amir he just shared on Instagram, ready to receive, mm. ready to receive. And so wherever we are at in our lives right now, whatever is taking place internally, whatever is taking place externally, let's just find that space ready to receive, whether you're walking or you're in stillness, just allow yourself to receive these moments to come. Prayer is a universal language. It doesn't matter what religion, what background, what faith. It doesn't matter what our, the color of our skin is, what our situation is economically or in society, where we're living, what, where our health is at right now. There's no external factor that can block us or stop us from being able to enter into this sacred space of connection with our higher power. And so wherever you're at right now, getting ready to receive, just opening your mind and opening your heart to receive these prayers. My Lord, help me to experience you in each moment of my life. Everything that I'm looking for, everything that I try to control, everything that I think needs to be a certain way that isn't, help me to soften that grip on my vision, on what I think is right, and what I think is wrong in life. Help me to soften that grip and help me to enter back into the space, remembering that I'm, I'm in a river and that you're taking me closer to you through every experience and every circumstance in my life. My consciousness, my consciousness is either receiving the grace in each one of those moments, either receiving the lessons and the teachings, the insights, the love, the gratitude for each moment in my life, uncovering gems, uncovering treasures of what you're bringing to me in my life, or I'm blocking you. For some reason, I'm, I'm keeping you out of my life and not allowing for those great gifts, for those great treasures to be revealed. And please help me to receive those gifts in whatever circumstance I'm in in my life those insights that help me to connect more deeply with you and with my, my true nature, which is unshakable, unbreakable, that doesn't change when everything outside of me changes, that doesn't change when the body changes or external circumstances change. My true self that is constant, that is steady, and that is connected to you. Help us to reawaken that connection Help us to have the courage to believe that connection is available through us, for us and through every experience in our life that we can come closer to you, calling out to you, talking to you, speaking to you, letting that dialogue be alive, be open in every moment of our life. And I pray for all of us right now each of us can experience that connection a little bit more today. That no matter what is happening in our life, positive 
amazing celebration or we're having a challenge or a difficulty, whatever is coming in our life externally or the internal storms or joys that may flow through us, that let us keep you in the center of our life. Let us keep your devotees and those that are attempting to keep you in the center of our life. Let us keep them in the center of our life as well. Let us all serve together to support each other in putting you in the center of our life. And experience that connection. Experience that which we're looking for more deeply than anything in our life, that which we're anxious for, that love and that connection. May all experience that a little bit more today. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Beautiful. Thank you so much as always, Vera, connecting us, um, bringing us to higher consciousness. So sweet. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us, all of you on Instagram Live, and we have a few Zoomers here. We uh, dual broadcast this morning conversation on Instagram Live through the Bhakti Center, and also we have a Zoom link for people joining in with us. We're glad to see everybody. And uh, this is the prayer revolution. That's what I'm calling it. That's what I'm calling it right now. Um, the uh, idea that um, as, as, you were, as you were speaking also, um, it was also, I was thinking it's an evolution. It's evolution, evolving the way in which we reach out to God. Mm -hmm. um, that normally, you know, like you think of like a prayer group and saying, have I made any prayer requests? You know, pray for this, pray for that, pray for the other. Those are all good and great things. Um, but really it's almost like evolving the way we reach out and make that connection with the divine higher power not to give me or grant me or do, but to really, it's, it's, um, it's, that, it's that serenity prayer, really, at all times. Grant God, dear, uh, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. It's, that's really make me a vessel, make me an instrument in a nutshell. And the, 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 um, the sort of the extension of that prayer that I love so much is, my dear Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the people I cannot change, the courage to change the one I can, and the wisdom to know that that one is me. And so change in the world really comes from within. Mm -hmm. and I want to change the world. How about I change myself? Mm -hmm. I want to save the world. How about, I, how about I look towards changing internally? And if I can make that change internally, I can make the world a better place right here, right now. Mm -hmm. So that's the revolution. That's the evolution. And that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So... Um, how you appreciate doing? it. How you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I, I was reflecting on that in my meditation today. Just, uh, yeah, that, you know, it, it's like, what do we actually have control over in our mm. life? Where, where is there actually, where is the free will? Where is it? Where does it actually reside? And, mm. and my experience in life has been that primarily that the free will, it, it exists in my consciousness. Mm. Like, how am I choosing to perceive what's taking place in my life? that I have choice there, mm -hmm. that I have choice, you know, and that, that that choice is either totally empowering and transformative and, and helps me to grow and to awaken, or that choice is, um, is limiting, some limiting belief that's being placed on me and mm -hmm. that, that, is, um, that is kind of taking away that power of being able to see God in every moment of our life, you know, and, and, and to experience that, through this moment and through this, 
through this exchange, through, through whatever is happening, that mm. I'm, I'm coming closer. Like I'm actually evolving. I'm actually transforming and, and coming closer to, to the Lord through, this, through that consciousness. And so yeah. just appreciating you highlighting that. And, and for all of us, you know, it's like, man, like, okay, what, you know, what circumstance is coming today in my life? And what mm. consciousness am I approaching it with? You know, mm. that, that that consciousness, no matter what the circumstance is, that consciousness can be so liberating and so transformative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no matter what the circumstances, that trans that consciousness could be totally, um, yeah, totally just it could suck, you know. Even if we have everything in the world, that consciousness could just pull us yeah. down into the mud, you know. Mm-hmm. Or even if we have nothing, you know, that consciousness can take that one, you know, bowl of rice and be so grateful for it that it, yeah. you know, we're crying tears of gratitude, and it's all the state of our heart and the state of our consciousness that really, yeah. Totally. really is, is revealing that and so just yeah. reflecting on that today my, for myself that you know so often I project out um, you know the changes that need to happen externally mm. and uh, and really it's just it's just becoming this uh, reminder that anytime I'm trying to change something externally mm. you know that this has to change in order for me to to be to, to be okay it's like man I'm setting myself up it's a trap it's a sticky trap you know that, yeah that it just, it does not stop. It's a web that will just keep spinning me more and more entangled into it. You know? But when I look at myself mm. and say, hey, what's the consciousness you're approaching this with? You know, like, where are you at, bro? Like, where's your consciousness at? You know? yeah. And if that consciousness shifts, then it's like the whole, everything shifts. The mm. color of the glasses changed and the, the perception changes. And so. Mm. How, do you, how do you shift that consciousness? I shift that consciousness. Well, you know, this morning was, uh, I'm meditating. Right. And it's like, I just notice. I notice that there's this dependency on, on my mind. There's this dependency on my ego dependency on, on intelligence and you know, whatever it is, is this, this dependency on actually my false self. You know? mm. And so it's, you know, sh- today was shifting that dependency to Krishna, shifting that dependency mm. to God mm-hmm, and just saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that right now I'm trying to change that which I can, you know, help me to change myself. Yeah. Help me to change myself so that when, when I'm coming into this circumstance, it's so in a prayer, in a, in a submission and in in an awareness of, of me trying to change the external world. Okay. Mm. I'm, now I'm, I'm aware of that. Now I'm choosing, I'm submitting I'm like, dude, you're not the controller. Mm. And like, what, what a blessing that you're not the controller. What a blessing that there's a, a divine higher power that wants the best for you and for every single person mm. on the planet. That is yeah. the controller, you know, and, and mm-hmm. okay, now let's, let's submit to that again. Let's choose that again, you know? Yeah. Totally. So, so that's, that's one immediate. And then, and then I would also say, you know, right after that is if I'm stuck is that reach out, you know, like there's no question about that. It's just, we, we could, it's mm-hmm. like a broken record. It's like, you know, again and again, we could say it, but I'm stuck. Okay. I'm, I'm stuck right now. Like I'm mm-hmm. stuck in this consciousness. That's not serving me. Reach out you know mm. open open up to a friend open up to somebody who we know is trying to put god in the center of their life a higher power in the center of their life and 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 let that flow again like let that by putting that person in the center mm. by opening up to them revealing our mind and heart then it's like it's allowing for god to come back into our consciousness and our hearts so mm. that is uh those are a few thoughts just sharing right now you're asking how you tell me what are you thinking what are you thinking dg how how, how do you how do you bring uh 
that consciousness back into the forefront? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, um, you know, some of the comments that I'm seeing here on Instagram is that, um, you know, somebody wrote, you know, not the controller. And I think that that's something that, that we are being forced to reckon with, especially today. You know, I was just reading, um, I watch the news sometimes, not too much. I don't dive into it too much, but time to time. And, you know, that there's been people who, you know, previously before this pandemic hit, you know, so government officials that said some were just saying, oh, so this isn't a big deal, it's gonna blow over, we got it under control, a week or two it's gonna pass, and like, here we are, it's, it's raging bigger than ever. And it's just kind of like, it's forcing us that as much as we wanted to just think, like, this isn't gonna happen to me. This isn't, this isn't gonna happen in America. You know what I mean? This isn't gonna happen, you know, wherever we are in the world to my life. Um, but then it's just, it, it's, it's coming, it's here, and we're all facing the consequences of it. And it's just, it's, it's putting us, forcing us into that remembrance that I'm not the controller. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, you know, there's, there's an analogy that's given of, you know, a cat. And, um, you know, the, the, the mouth, the jaws of a cat. To a mouse, those jaws are death, mm -hmm. you know? To a kitten, those jaws are like the perfect place they want to be because that's how the mother comes and picks up their child and brings them home and lifts them and cares for them, you know? And so the idea that I'm not the controller can be frightening and terrifying or it could be liberating and it could mm -hmm. be comforting and mm -hmm. it could be um, uh, exciting. But I think it's based off of what is my previous relationship. If I'm a mouse and every time I, and all my friends, everyone I see, they're getting eaten up by the jaws of the cat. And the idea that I'm not the controller is super scary. And I, can, I have to resist that, not, be out of, not even necessarily out of like pride or ego, but just out of survival. Like I've learned that I need to take control of my life because of the way that I've been hurt or the way that I've seen other people be hurt or the way things don't get taken care of. You know, if you want to do something good, you got to do it yourself. And so what I, when I think about, you're asking me this question, how do I shift that consciousness? I recognize that I am, that in many ways, spiritual life is a process of mending a broken relationship mm -hmm. that I have with the higher power, mm -hmm. with God, with Krishna. It's, I, have, I have to mend this relationship of trust with Krishna. And that's actually what, what I'm doing day by day. It's not about like finding, you know, it's like if you ever like, you know, I don't know, you've ever been in these relationships where like communication is broken down for a period of time, or I said something really wrong and I know I need to admit it, or they did something to me that they really hurt me. And the easiest thing for me to do is just, you know what, screw you. I'm never going to talk to you again. And I just shut out and I just do my thing as opposed to I have to, I have to muster up the strength and courage to ask that person for a conversation and saying, you know what, you did this, 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 and this, and it really, really hurt me. Mm -hmm. But I trust that at the end of the day, we want to make this work. So let's make it work. And I think that's kind of what I lean into. It's, it's, it's faith that the relationship can work. Mm. I believe in that. Mm -hmm. I believe in that strongly that, and that that is the most important relationship that, that, if, that if I forget that relationship, you know, there was a song as we were talking about yesterday, I didn't, I didn't reference it, but one of these Bhaktivinoda Thakur states, he wrote the song, Forgetting You. Um, you know, we talk about forgetting, forgetting Krishna, that I, that I know specifically what it's like to forget Krishna in my life. Like I know that doesn't work. You know, mm -hmm. one of my, one of my favorite, I reference it often, it's kind of cliche, but one of my favorite scenes from movies of all time is from, is from the Matrix. 
Matrix. No, I feel like The Matrix is like one of these big movies everyone referenced. And I'm like, oh my God, it came out like 20, 20 years ago, 20 some years ago. You know what I mean? It was like when The Grinch came out like two years ago, the Christmas movie. And I was like, didn't they just make a Grinch stole Christmas movie? And I was like, oh my God, that was 20 years ago. And so uh, anyway, dating myself a little bit, but there's this, there's this, there's this scene where the main character is like having this new option of how he's going to live his life and being pulled out of the matrix. And he's like, I want, I don't want this. I want out of here. I'm like, sure. Yeah. You can get out of the car. You can, you can go back to your old life. And it's like this rainy kind of like iconic dramatic scene getting out of the car. And he's like, and they tell him, he said, but you've been down that road and you know exactly where it leads. Mm. He stares down this alleyway. He's like, you've been down that road and you know exactly where it leads. So mm-hmm. I know our good friend Gorvani writes a song called Surrender. And he says, 30 long years of doing it my way have brought me here. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of, that's the prayer revolution. That's where we're at today. It's like doing it our way has brought us where we are today. In the world. Where has it gotten us in the world? Mm-hmm. Where has it gotten us in the world? Wealth mm-hmm. inequality, mass incarceration, poverty, environmental crisis, health crisis. You know what I mean? mental anxieties and depression it's like where has all this got us mm-hmm. let's rewrite the script and so for me here's how do i shift that consciousness i lean back and there's like a there's like just this deep conviction in my mind that turning away from god is gonna i'm gonna just wind up in a deep dark hole i've been down that road mm-hmm. so i know that i need to like mend that broken relationship of trust mm-hmm. so what's one small thing i can do now today to just like start to turn back around and face the sun mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. you know the specifics and the details work themselves out but that's the um that's the premise that's the mm-hmm. premise that i i put into my mind mm-hmm. and then you know we work it out from there <laughs> yeah i love it i mean just the, the analogy sticking with that that relationship and and Something that Deanna and I often talk about is um, is responsibility and 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 just mm. kind of what what's what's our relationship with that in our own lives and our relationship and mm. it's you know and like what's what are what are the empowering principles you know it's like what are at the end of the day what are the the principles I'm living yeah. my life by that empower me you know it's like okay you know I look back on my life and say okay to to uh, you know, ignore that there's a higher power to push that to the side, mm. to, to ignore like all the principles that could come with that, that there's a benevolent, loving, higher power, that everything is happening for a reason. There's a purpose behind it. There's meaning behind it. You know, there's deep meaning and purpose mm. behind it that not living, pushing that principle away. Yeah. That causes me to suffer, you know, like not taking responsibility in my relationships causes me to suffer, you know, and, and Dan and I, you know, we, we talk about it often and is that, you know, are we 50% responsible for this, you know, or it's like, no, like we're a hundred percent responsible. Each of us are a hundred percent responsible for mm. the quality of this relationship. And I know for myself, it's like, I could point the finger at a higher power and just say like, Hey, why are you making me go through this difficulty? Like, what's your mm. problem? What's your problem? You know, like, what's the deal? You know, why, why isn't this made easier? Why isn't this made yeah. um, more clear, you know? Yeah. And that, to the degree that I'm pointing the finger, you know, of course, I'm, I'm pointing it at myself, right? I'm not taking responsibility mm. that, that that vision remains unclear. You know, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm on the mountaintop, it's raining and I'm sitting in the mud and the rain saying, why isn't this changing? You know, and it's like, keep hiking, like stay with it, keep yeah. going, you know, 
you know, or it's like, okay, the rain has stopped, but like, I'm like underneath the, you know, the leaves and the cover still, you know, and not even, let, I'm not letting any of the light in. I'm just like covering myself and mm. you know, hold, holding myself under. So it's like, where, what level of responsibility am I taking in this relationship? Yeah. Am, totally. I, show, am mm. I showing up in such a yeah. way that, that actually allows for dynamism to occur in the relationship? You know? Yeah, totally. And, so that's that's something that I, reminds me of that verse in Bhagavad Gita that as uh, one approaches me, uh, I reward them accordingly. You know. Yes. That you know, as, as we're in, and I just remember that growing up all the time. It's like as we take steps, like real sincere, def, you know, uh, committed steps toward our higher power. Yeah. That there's a rush of Krishna moving toward us. Yes. He's he's running toward us. Even if we take a baby step or we're cr- just crawling toward him, he's rushing back toward us. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. So beautiful. You're saying the light. And I was thinking of, um, um, I was looking up this verse also from the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is a biography, biography of Sri Chaitanya. And uh, it's, a, it's a super famous, beautiful verse. It says, um, uh, I'll even read the Bengali because it's so sweet. Krishna Surya Sama. Krishna Surya, he's like the sun. Krishna Surya Sama, Maya Hoya Adhikara. Yahan Krishna Tahan Nahi, Mayara Adhikara. Krishna is compared to sunshine and maya or illusion is compared to darkness. Wherever there is sunshine, there cannot be darkness. As soon as one takes to Krishna consciousness or spiritual life, the darkness of illusion, the influence of the external energy will immediately vanquish. There was a story when I, when I was in India, January, I was listening to this podcast by a teacher of ours, by Sheshika Prabhu out in Silicon Valley. And he was saying that the sun the Lord of the sun uh, had, a, had, a, had a mission for all the sun rays. And he said, sun rays, please, I want you to go and find me darkness. I want, I want you to bring darkness to me. So please go and find darkness. And so they toured the entire universe. And after so long of searching, they came back and they said, you know, my dear Lord of the sun, I'm sorry, but everywhere we went, we couldn't find we just couldn't find darkness. We just couldn't find it. I know there. I know it exists in the world. I hear about it. People tell me about it. People complain about it all the time, but I couldn't find darkness. And he said, and they were told, that's because as soon as you approach darkness, it disappears. And so, as as soon as the sun approaches darkness, that that darkness doesn't exist. It's simply the absence of light. Mm-hmm. And so, it's saying that there's darkness in my life. Not troubles and trials and tribulations, because that's, that's, that's going to happen regardless. But if I'm feeling darkness in my heart, I'm seeing darkness in the world, maybe I'm just facing the wrong way. Mm. Maybe I'm just facing the wrong way. I need to turn around and see that sun. And, and I was talking with a friend of mine the other day, um, and it was this beautiful, you know, um, uh, both of us have spent time in a... Um, in 12-step programs regarding um, growing up or being involved in alcoholic families. Um, and so that even if, even if we don't have substance abuses ourselves, like having grown up in alcoholic families uh, creates, it, it warps the way you approach relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we were in these programs that um, are spiritually based that um, we were talking about our experiences there, lessons that we learned and et cetera. And uh, he said, it was, it was so sweet, he said, when I first found these rooms and these programs and all these things, it was so beautiful and I was so excited. And then he said, and then everything got harder after that. <laughs> you know, and he said, and he said, it's because, and we say this often, he said, it's because you start to come out of denial. Mm. You start to come out of denial, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember, and I remember I told the story. I said, 
you know, my, my father, you know, who, who's, who's passed away, he passed away when I was 18, 15, 18, 20 years ago. Um, you know, I asked my sister when I was 30 years old or something, I called on the phone in California and I just asked this question. I said, I said, you know, was dad an alcoholic? And she was like, yeah, of course he was. And I remember that I hadn't recognized it to that point. And in that moment I was on the phone, I just burst into tears, like something uncorked in me because it was like, it was like this shocking feeling of like, oh my God, like, what have I not, what have I turned, what have I not been aware of my whole life that I've been looking away from, you know? Mm. It was kind of this coming out of denial moment. Mm. And I think that in some ways, spiritual life, spiritual reality, it's, it's a, we have to, we have to allow ourselves the realization that I'm coming out of denial. Mm. I'm coming out of denial that I think I'm the controller. I think I'm a 35 year old white man from California. I think I'm a 42 year old Indian businessman. I think I'm a 36 year old single yogini in Europe. You know what I mean? Like I, I think all those things and I think all these things about my life and I think this is my problem. And this is the solution. And this is, it's like, allowing myself to come out of denial with material illusion. And that could be hard and that can be painful and that can be scary. But when we take that step, it's like, I also rest on that belief that like, like I, I know that, that there's, that I, I, I need, like I want to submit myself, my dear Lord, please start to pull me out of that denial. Please start to pull me out of that denial. Because mm-hmm. there are things that I don't know about myself. It was, it was another question that he asked. He was like, what do I not know about myself? Right? Mm-hmm. What a beautiful question. What do I not know about myself? Mm-hmm. There's a lot. And I'm willing to put my ego on the chopping block. You know, I get people writing up, I'm in denial. <laughs> We're all in denial. We are totally in denial. And so it's like, how could I pull myself out of the denial? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a major... Um... It's a paradigm shift, right? It's like looking toward the darkness or looking toward the light, you know, like that, that, uh, <laughs> that, that little journey, you know, of, of the bird turn, turning around, right? We're talking about the right. bird in the tree yesterday yeah. that um, you know, going from, yeah, thinking that I've got it down, thinking that, you know, okay, yeah, I have my spiritual life. It's just kind of mm. like, yeah, that's a, that's a part of what I do, you know, but like really like I've got this, this amazing expansive field that mm. like, I, meant, I meant to enjoy. And, and I've got it down. Like I, I kind of know how I'm going to get there and how I'm going to succeed in that. It's like, okay, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm in denial. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's pause. Let's pause for a second. I'm in denial and, and, and totally. I'm not going to find it, you know, unless I, unless I, I sit down and I, and I really, I'm not going to find spiritual fulfillment. I'm not going to f- find, you know, deep connection with myself spiritually unless I sit down with myself and accept that. You know, that I'm, I'm a materially conditioned soul and I can't do it on my own. I'm not going to be able to do it on my own. I'm not going to be able to do it um, my way. I'm going to submit to a higher power. Yeah. I'm going to submit to the roadmaps that have been given before me. I'm going to submit to people that are more experienced and advanced on the path. And mm-hmm. I'm going to put myself under their shelter and uh, much more, so yeah. much more likely, so much more likely that I'm going to start to experience that connection. Yes, totally. And to be able to actually like to be in that, like that, that 
space, right, of that, of being in denial, right? It's so, it's, it could be so subtle and it could be so sharp and so intense and gripping, right? Like, mm. like, okay, am I in denial? Like, am, like, we're like asking ourselves that question. It's like, am I really in denial? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think I know. I think I know what I'm, what's good for me, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and so it's, uh, it really takes that, you know, what's coming, coming to mind as you're sharing that, like, how do we get our consciousness in that space and feel certainty? You know, how do we, yeah. how do we feel that certainty? Because one is, wow, I, I, I'm, I'm in this state of denial. Okay, wow, now I'm uncertain. Yeah. And it's like, how do I get myself into this certainty? And I was thinking, yeah. of, um, I was thinking of Guru Sadhu Shastra. I was thinking yeah, of, I was thinking but, of the same you know, thing. Yeah, of, of, okay, what are those guidebooks that I have? Yeah. You know, totally. what are those, what are those teachings that help, yeah. help me navigate the path and those yes. people that are living in alignment with those teachings that help yes. me navigate the path and totally. what's my, what's my true north, you know, how am I able to start to connect to truth inside of my heart, that intuition, that inner guidance, yeah. you know, through those relationships and yeah. through those teachings. It's, it's so sweet what you just said, um, just acknowledge some of the quotes that were put here. Uh, Vivi out in Switzerland said, so one of my favorite th- sayings is, don't believe everything you think because we don't even know what we're not acknowledging or denial about. And then um, somebody else just wrote, um, thinking how, if you want to know how I'm really doing, ask my partner. My partner knows all the ways I'm in denial. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's, it's also what you just said here about Guru, Sadhu, and Shastra. Guru means a spiritual teacher. Shastra means a spiritual literature. And Sadhu means the, the, the spiritual, spiritually minded people in my community. And so, you know, the spiritually advanced souls around me. So it's like, how am I, it, it, it's almost like, it's like, yeah, like you, you look at it through like a lens of like a, like a, like a program. It's like, okay, I recognize I'm coming out of denial. So how am I going to do that? I need to trustfully place myself in the company of people who I think will help me with this, who aren't looking to get something from me, who are also looking to better themselves. And it's my spiritual association and also my spiritual connection to literature and to teachings because that will start to, um, to, to bring truth, to bring light into my life. It's like basically like we read that verse, Krishna Surya Sama, that Krishna is the sun. So where am I, where am I allowing that sun, to, that light to come into my life? Because I've been in darkness, I've been in denial. So where are the waves? Like all I, all I need to do, it's like if you walk into a dark room, it's like turn the light on. Or it's like, imagine if you walked into a dark windowless room. Of course, there's no light here. There's no windows. Mm. Open a window. Open the curtains. Create a window. It's like, Mm. where are the windows in my life where light comes in? Mm -hmm. And it's people in my life, or it's it's spiritual truth, it's spiritual literature, whether I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita, the Bhagavatam, etc. And so, um, you know, it's it's. I think that is that's what we're trying to do here, and that's you know. That's the question we can we can arrange our life around. That's the spiritual lifetime. That's the yogi lifestyle. Is mm-hmm. creating creating windows, opening windows where light can can come in. And another, you were gonna say something here. There's one more another comment here, but you, you look like you're excited about something. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I'm appreciating it so much and just narrowing it down. I, I remember a good friend of ours, Ganesham, talking about. Uh, he sent me this email one time, and it's probably like 60 verses from the Bhagavad Gita that all talk about basically. Ganesha, he says, I start my day doubting my mind. I, I wake up and I doubt my mind, you know, and, and, I, and I submit myself to teachings. I submit myself to spiritual truth, you know, because my mind 
is measuring and weighing based off of condition past. It's just measuring. Mm. That's going to be pleasurable. That's going to be painful. I'm going to try to avoid the painful things as much as possible. I'm going to try to create the pleasurable experience as much as possible. And he's just saying, Krishna's saying, doubt the mind. Don't be caught in those dualities. That's not where happiness is. That's not where pleasure is. That's not where joy is. And uh, so as you're sharing that, it's kind of mm. like that denial it's not self-denial. It's, it's doubting the conditioned mind and submitting ourselves to spiritual truth, you know? Yeah. So. It's just asking the question, who, who put my mind in control? <laughs> who put you in charge? You know, who, right. said that, who said that you're going to be making the decisions? Like, why is that yeah. the default? You know what I mean? Like, mm. who, who, who said that you're going to be making the decisions of my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, there was a couple, there was a comment I saw earlier, uh, a, a Bryn, she pointed out, it's so beautiful. I think we can spend a whole session just talking about this. She said, uh, a grieving process of allowing ourselves the grieving process of who we thought we were. Mm. And I think that that, aspect of spiritual life is so important we talked a little bit yesterday about the spiritual bypass of that you know sometimes we don't allow ourselves space to grieve like wow okay it's this it's this joyous beautiful realization that i'm an eternal spiritual spark of krishna's splendor and you know i'm not attached and get over it. but it's like whoa like there's also a, a, a grievance experience that we if we don't grieve in one sense what we're losing or what we thought was reality in the material world, we sometimes never can relinquish that attachment. Mm. And so we also need to allow ourselves healthy space to grieve. And we need to allow others healthy space to, 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 to grieve. It's, it's a death. It's a death of the ego. It's a death. It's not just, and it's not just a death. It's many, many deaths, mm. many, many deaths of the conceptions that I had about myself and, and it's a, it's, it's, it's a dying of that. Like in one sense, as, as, we, as we open up those windows, the darkness is going away, but we grew, we grew comfortable in the darkness. Mm -hmm. We grow, we grow it's, it's, it's the place we call home. It's what we've known. And when that gets ripped away sometimes too prematurely, it's so scary and we resist. And so I think it's also important for us to like, allow ourselves and others that that grieving process of of um yeah of letting go of, of those conceptions of ourselves it's, it's it's a gradual gradual shift mm -hmm. so um we are all in a grieving process of coming out of denial <laughs> we thought we were what we thought the world was it's like i thought the world was meant for my enjoyment really boom coronavirus it's like what oh oops that's not working so it's it's how can I okay I'm not the controller that's for sure there's a lot of suffering in the world how do I how do I respond to that so anyways it's nine thirty we are here somebody was asking earlier how do I join this we're here every day nine a.m. Eastern time Naushin says Russell Brand says recovery is recovering the person you were supposed to be if it weren't for the interference of the material world addiction illusion yes we are recovering the world we're, person we're meant to be. So um, thank you, everybody. I saw there were some questions in our chat that we never got to, but we're, we're a minute over. We got to wrap it up. And we'll bring, we can, uh, we'll save them and we'll, we'll come to them tomorrow, DG. We'll come love, to them tomorrow. Uh, Ava, Ava asked an awesome question too, and yeah. we'll, we'll explore it together. Yes, yes. Um, yeah.
Okay. And so uh, love, love you, guys. you guys so much. Super thank you, Veronica. Thank you, Bryn, Amir, Rasika, Naushin, all of our Zoomers here. We love you guys. We will see you next tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, if you have thoughts, we'll, we'll maybe post this on our Instagram. Like you said, on our personal Instagram page, Doyoga, Viratanzi, questions that you might have for us, things you want to bring up in the conversation, things you're wrestling with, positive stories you've got going on. We want you to be part of the conversation, so please keep in touch. All right, guys. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Ava. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Trisha Silas. Good to see you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.